Welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Vaporizers, where we let Gravemind vape the entire show and then edit it out later on in life. You know, I could uh, take his place and vape in the entirety without muting uh, myself. <laughs> oh, please, for the love of God, no. <laughs> oh, Only but... if you've got a turbo on that thing. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be full on, like, like we, we got to hear that thing spin up when you go to take a hit off it. Yeah, no, no, that's no, not turbo that's, enough. That's nah. Oh, okay. No, nah, it's not turbo. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's got to be. Got to hear this thing go. Oh, yeah, no, I don't anything like that. When you hit it, I want to hear a at the end where the turbo releases. <laughs> no, I'm not that addicted to nicotine. <laughs> well, if you haven't heard them already, we've got Blue Shark, we've got Co. We're going to chill out. We're going to talk some bunch because why not? How are you gentlemen doing tonight? Anyone can start. It's okay. I'll go ahead and start then. Uh, <laughs> that's just being nice. It's going to have, uh, I was going to have Kogo, but, um, yeah. Um, yeah, Jesus is my savior. Uh, the freaking issues that I've had with Ned have just like ruined my, my evening for a little bit, but, uh, everything's working and, uh, I'm doing better. Well, hoorah. Cause I like it when things work. Things yeah. not working. No bueno. Uh, yeah. No, no, never, never good. What about you, Co? How are you doing tonight, man? I've been doing pretty good. I had off the day, played some, uh, some Black Desert and, uh, some of the new Call of Duty patch since it's released. And, uh, yeah, having fun. Nice. Very nice. Um, I just realized I don't think I have my camera going and I'm an idiot. Uh, that's about how my day has been going, to be perfectly honest. Um, Just being an idiot. You know, um, God, you know, my day started off okay, and I don't want to bitch. I don't want to really complain, but uh, God, it just it went downhill from there. I got a uh, I got a message from a longtime friend, uh, a person who I really like. They had a much different thought process than me, and I loved that because I love having people with contrary opinions around because it makes me think, you know, if I just have people that just agree with me all the time, it's boring. You know, it's it's like talking to a wall, really, because you, know, you just it's it's like it's like an echo chamber. You just start talking out and you get the same shit regurgitated back and it just that, that doesn't interest me at all. Um so I always like to surround myself with people who have different thought processes or different opinions. Maybe not necessarily every single opinion differently, but wait, at least enough different. Wait, you're sounding like you're me. <laughs> <laughs> well, ironically, that's why I keep you over. No, I'm joking. No, it, but I mean, I, I, you can agree or disagree with me and that's all right. But uh, I just find I find people with opposite opinions much more or, or, or different opinions, much more interesting. Oh, yeah, because you uh, argue your points versus saying, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. And then that's the end of the conversation. <laughs> well, not only can you, not only can you, I don't want to say, necessarily say argue the points, but you can discuss the points, you know, like two adults, two human beings, and it not be, you know, when you find those people that you can discuss points with, and at the end, even if you ended up screaming at each other because you were both so passionate about what the, what the point was, 
at the end of it, you still sit down and have a beard. You're like, all right, let's throw something on. Yeah, that's what that's what I was referring to. Like when you're when your argument in terms of like debate speech, your argument, yeah. not so much as arguing yeah. and yelling at someone. It might get heated. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I and I enjoy that. And uh, and this this person was always a always had a really different point of view. Um, came from a, a much different walk of life than me. And I always enjoyed and and deeply respected their opinions, um, even though I didn't agree with them. Often didn't agree with them. And uh, and something shifted from like back on November. I think I, I'm guessing it had to shift sometime between November 20th and now because November 20th, the last message we had was, hey, man, if you, if you need me, message me, text me, smoke signal, something, just bring a fire extinguisher. And I'm like, you know, I just was like, thanks. You know, I was going, I've been going through a really rough time lately. So, you know, I can understand being my friend is difficult right now. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that was where we left it and just reaching out, saying hi. And he just kind of stopped responding. And I'm like, oh, crap. And at first I was super, super worried. Like I literally started reaching out to people that may he may have talked to and be like, hey, have you heard from this guy? Because I haven't and I'm worried. And I know that he had moved recently, so I don't even know if I could send somebody to his house because I didn't have his whole his house address. Um, and then, I, yeah, and then I get a, a message from him today that was incredibly long and, and it seemed like he had a lot to get off of his chest. Uh, so, you know, I kind of read it and I was like, well, OK, that seemed to have been brewing for a while. Uh I just kind of, you know, just responded back as I guess as best I could. I didn't respond back. You know, when you when like you first get something and you're like, oh, I got to respond back to this because this is pissing me off. And then you're like, no, that's not the best time to respond back to something because it's pissing you off. So I kind of just like chilled out for a bit, waited, you know, formulated a response back. And I was just like, you know, hey, sounds like you're on a journey. I hope you find wherever you're trying to get to. Hope it, you know. Hope when you get to the end of it that you give me a call and you go, "Hey, what's up? How's it hanging?" And you know, go on from there. But uh, you know, he, he went into a, a lot of different things, like about my mom dying and stuff. And I was just like, I was confused about most of it. Uh, I'm assuming he was using text to speech, but that was about the only thing I had. But yeah, my day was kind of shitty because uh, you know. I just found out I, I lost a, somebody I th- held as a really good friend. So I'm kind of sad. But that's not why we're here, to listen to me be sad. Hmm. Um, we're here to find out what everybody's drinking. Well, I'm, I'm sorry for your loss, bud. I appreciate that. But Blue, what are you drinking? And Jesus, Mary and Joseph, <laughs> could you please put on a bigger shirt like, seriously, just go get one. You literally look like you're going to explode in that <sighs> shirt. Did you literally just carve up before the show? Dude, we, since we've moved the recording times to this early in the evening, I have no choice but to go from the gym to here without taking a shower or anything. I haven't even had dinner yet. So, yeah, this is, this is like the dry wicking stuff I wear when I work out, usually. Sometimes I actually wear a T-shirt. I mean, Jesus Christ, I can see your nipples. <laughs> I mean, through the, your the most vintage useless VHS thing on me. filter. The most useless thing on me. <laughs> um, um, but uh, anyway, moving away from my nipples, 
Uh, I'm drinking a, a White Claw hard seltzer, uh, natural lime. It's uh, 100 calories, 5% alcohol, gluten-free. Um, leftover from a party this weekend and probably drinking them because I had a talk with a doctor on Monday and I need to find some way to cut down on carbs. Well, that's really? easy. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been, uh, I think I've been eating too much of the carbs, the energy stuff. I need to find ways to make protein more readily accessible in the household so I don't grab carbs and uh, yeah, I gotta cut that down to fix some blood work numbers cashews lots oh. of cashews and peanuts dude I love yeah. cashews yeah see now I love peanuts but I don't know since moving to Virginia I've literally been spoiled. I fucking love, and I mean love with like, I would marry them if I could, Virginia style peanuts, like the big peanuts that are deep fried and they're so fucking crunchy. Oh, I don't know Virginia style peanuts and I've lived here for like 25 years. <laughs> what the fuck? I've heard of that. Oh my God. Uh, you guys are getting this and the next random package of shit from my house that I send you guys, you are getting <laughs> these Virginia style peanuts. They're like, they're literally like, they're like, you know, when you get the planters peanuts, you know, the, the, the dry roasted peanuts in the fucking jar or whatever. And they're like, they're like the size of a, of a really erect female nipple. Okay. You know yeah. the ones I'm talking about? Okay. We'll triple the fucking size of that. And then make them super crunchy, like, like just the crunchiest you can possibly get, like crunchy peanut butter crunchy, like you know the crunchy bits of the yeah. peanut butter, like the crunch yeah. those, like that, but a whole peanut okay. of that, and then put it in a big fucking sixteen ounce mug of them, and just like grab handfuls, shove them into your face, and die huh. happy. I'll have to find them sometime because I've never heard of Virginia style peanuts. <laughs> yeah, neither have I. Sounds oh, interesting. I, I I am not only disappointed, but I am also scared for all of life. Oh, and I live in Florida, dude. Dude, I lived in New York and I got them. I didn't realize how good they were until I moved uh, down here, though, and I could literally get them all yeah, the time. I, honestly, I mean, I've never really, I don't know, boiled peanuts. Almonds, walnuts. Almonds yeah. are good. I like almonds. Well, There's these cocoa-dusted almonds that are fantastic. Yeah. Not what I need to be eating, but yes. Well, no, but they actually have no carbs to them. They're, like, they're literally the cocoa powder, and they're dust on the almonds. I'll see if I can track them down and get them emeralds? to Emeralds? I don't know that they're emeralds. Okay. There was some gourmet shit I found oh, forever okay. ago. They're really good. Anyway, well, anyhow, <laughs> I think we're missing here. So, Co, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm currently partaking in Vikings Blood Mead. Mm. Ooh, it's delicious. It's tasty. Ooh. I am, you know, I I I am a big fan of mead. Mead is one of those like all around yummies. Always, always are good. I have to say, that's well, a, I am being, it's a, it's a sipper oh, though, because it's a, it's a thick mead. Ooh, yeah, but that's what makes yeah. it so good. Oh, it is delicious. 
hands down, hundred percent. That mead that we had at uh, at medieval times, while it wasn't nearly as thick, it was mm-hmm. good, but it flowed so oh, yeah. that, easy. That one's dangerous. I actually prefer that one more than the Viking's blood, but we can't get that out of state. So I know. Yeah, we gotta figure out a way to get our hands on that because that's some good shit. Well, I am super lame. Uh, I am I am drinking Sprite Zero Sugar. So a Sprite Zero. And it is uh, it's actually kind of crisp, refreshing. I, I've given up caffeine. Well, I say I've given up caffeine. So I gave up caffeine ex- last week, Monday or Tuesday. But yesterday, I literally was falling asleep at my desk. So I had half of a purple monster yesterday. But I haven't had anything since, and my my endeavor is to continue to give up caffeine. Oh, nice. Why don't you just move to like coffee or tea, and get away from the energy drinks? Because I'm trying to get rid of caffeine in general, not not necessarily energy drinks. Just get rid of caffeine. More sleep. I bet you're. Uh, well, you know what? I've done this before and I haven't slept at all. Um, it was more of a cost efficiency thing. Um, water is a hell of a lot cheaper and having a Sprite Zero a day or a can of ginger ale a day, a lot more cost effective than like two energy drinks, five Pepsi's, Pepsi Maxes or Pepsi or, or Coke Zeros or whatever I was mm-hmm. drinking. So just, uh, oh. And I don't, I don't seem to miss it. Granted, I don't seem to be all that sane, but. Which number do you hit when uh, you dial into the sanitarium? Uh, let me, let me think about these. I gotta, I gotta go over them <laughs> in my head. Um, if you're obsessive compulsive, please press one repeatedly. If you're codependent, have somebody else press two. If you're schizophrenic, press three, four, five, and six. If you're manic depressive, doesn't matter which number you hit because nobody's going to answer. If you're paranoid delusional, just stay on the phone. We know who you are and what you want and where you live. We're going to track you and get you here. I don't know. I'll probably just mash the buttons like like King Kong mashing a tank. Just, just, you know. And I'll probably scream while doing it, too. I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Oh, but man, this week's been, uh, it's been a hell of a week. There has been so many ups and downs. Uh, cyberpunk. I hate that. I got to throw the big fucking elephant in the room right out there. Cyberpunk has like. Man, it has taken spotlight front and center, and not in the best of ways. No, <laughs> no it has not. Man, and and watching you, watching you play it, Co. I was like, I, I saw a couple of like minor glitches that didn't mm-hmm. like they didn't bother me so much. Like that car that was flipped over, like standing on its nose. I was like, well, that's that's yeah. kind of a funny glitch. I'm okay with that. That's kind of fun. Um, even when you park the car mm-hmm. underneath the cop car and it was like doing its little <laughs> jittery jump seizure thing. I'm like, that's pretty funny. Yeah. But uh, you had some weird yeah, ones. The, the game actually went downhill uh, after that day. 
more and more. The, the more I played, the more concerned I was about the games entirely corrupting my save. I mean, I, I had gotten to, I had, you know, I had gone yeah. from small minor glitches like objects floating in midair or car physics breaking in midair and whatnot, like, like we had seen and you had mentioned, to just full blown game breaking bugs, teleporting across the, 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 the world, uh, falling through the world. Uh, infinite HP, getting stuck in menus without being able to do anything unless I alt F forward the game uh, on many, many occasions. Dialogue, not uh, playing this, the audio, was a big one. It lasted for uh, I think maybe 20 or so missions where there was just no audio. Yeah. I, I heard, huh. okay, let me rephrase that. There was no audio for the NPCs. But for the main character V, there was audio. I mean, the, the list had, it could keep going on, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we only have like an hour show I, here, I so say, we got to cut it off for somewhere. For a game in ten years of development, and even with the three additional uh, times they had pushed it back, it is nowhere near ready for launch. And if and when they finally <laughs> fix it all, I still don't think it's a good game. Mm-mm. Really. I'm in, I'm intrigued because the one thing that people have been saying, like even the even the people who have been complaining about the bugs, which I, I'm in a bunch of discords and there's been a lot of people playing it, strangely enough, uh, even the people who are playing it that are, are complaining about so many bugs are still saying that it's a fun game and compels them That's to still play. That's an interesting thing, but I think when you look back at it in hindsight, if you look at what they've touted over the years and what they're doing and developing or implementing into the game... Uh, none of that really had shown to uh, to fruition. Uh, for example, quests that would appear to be like time gated, where like, you would never see those missions again, they don't exist. There's not a single mission in the game where you can't complete because there's some sort of like butterfly effect where if you do this one action, something else in the world you know ceases to exist. Or if you don't go to this location at a certain period of time, it, it the actions already happen. And there's already an outcome there that that doesn't exist in the game. It's 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 a pretty straightforward, so, large scale version of Deus Ex. And if you enjoy that, when I do, it, it's Deus Ex. But the overall story is very very straightforward, and you already know the ending, the first twenty minutes of the gameplay, and how it's going to uh, finalize. Yeah, don't don't give that away. But I, I'm I'm after after the show, I might uh, I might ping you because from what I was watching, I kind of had an idea of where it was going. But I was like, I mean, there is, there is a kind of a plot twist. I'm not going to say anything that's going to reveal any spoilers. Uh, but the overarching uh, scenario is pretty much the same, like in a general sense. All right. So I'm not playing the game. I don't have the time to play this game. Um, but from what I have seen of it, and again, this is this is a YouTube video. This is edited. This is, you know, I'm sure this is not, you know, when it, even though he said he was live streaming it, I think what he was doing was he's live streaming a recording that he had prepared. But uh, Little Gamers play, Playground, I was watching their game movie version of it. I did see some glitches. I'm only probably two, three hours into it at this point. 
of, uh, I think it's a 14-hour recording. Stories somewhat interesting. Um, wasn't expecting uh, how Keanu's character was incorporated into it. But um, I like the, I will say this much, it's a slight spoiler. It's I like the ghost in the shell kind of concept that exists in this. But as far as falling short, Co, is that really the only thing? Like the fact that they don't have those <clears throat> butterfly effect quests, like where you like, if you do something, you'll never see this quest pop up. I mean, or you only have so much time to do it. Like, what what was, what's like the major thing that you feel like this game falls short with? Well, I mean, as I, I've always had in discussions, it's about like depth of, of gameplay and in, in, in the systems involved in, in a game. So when I look at a game and I see, you know, Cyberpunk and, you know, they have all these alternating paths and whatnot. So that's the big bread and butter. That's what they're really trying to reinforce. That's not typically for me because i'm not a big story guy uh but i want to see like in-depth uh crafting systems or or uh alternate things you can do in the world and the game doesn't really offer you much at all any to that you have kill missions you've got mini boss fights you've got stealth missions where you just hack into a terminal and you might have a few uh, missions where you just go and collect an, a, a car and you deliver it to a, a garage. And that's about it. You have like five different types of missions. So uh, it's just kind of shallow. It's, it's, it's a very shallow game, unfortunately, in my opinion. And you were expecting this to be more of a like an actual like living breathing world where all of your actions have consequences. Yeah. And you could literally turn this entire world for you or against you. Yeah. Depending on your Okay. And I mean this story does have have that in the long run depending on which path and you take and how much you actually explore the world. But uh, when you realize the amount of NPCs you really need to talk to, it's not not uh ever expanding ever changing as 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 much, as much as they at least deemed it to be would you say it's formulaic in the fact that you know how many npcs you need to talk to oh absolutely uh i, I believe you uh, it's 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 formulaic with maybe one of three voice options maybe a fourth one occasionally so if you know which XP, npc you want to talk to and you already know ahead of time what uh, ending you're looking to go for well you just choose all those options and you just to repeat that for that specific NPC and the ending will show in that outcome for you it, it's pretty straightforward so would you say that they pulled a, a hello oh, game to the overpromise it, under way overhyped for what it is I mean it's going to get game of the year uh quite honestly you know my opinion is definitely against a lot of people's opinions even with the even if you take the bugginess out of the equation people are going to love it uh but yeah 
Yeah, because I mean, I'm 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 hearing a lot of, oh, we I had this happen. Oh, I had that happen, but I'm still playing it. Mm-hmm. And I've actually heard a lot of, even though like people have been just outright saying, even though there's so many bugs, I still want to play this game. I still find myself playing it. It's like, well, yeah. hey, I mean, there's got to be something good there if 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 they're so, constantly I mean, I, playing I no matter what. Uh, is it a spoiler to tell you how many endings there are potentially in the game? Is that is that a spoiler to to a conclusion to a sense? I don't I don't I don't you know I don't consider what I mean, are you, as long I don't as you don't consider tell a spoiler. What, what are you the endings are? I think telling us a number of endings yeah. isn't necessarily yeah. a spoiler. All right, but for anyone who wants to avoid it, spoiler <laughs> spoiler alert. Uh, there's essentially six endings. There's there's five main endings and then one really hidden ending. And uh, in my single playthrough, I found four of the six endings. Uh, and the only reason I didn't do the last two is mainly because of the my, my first options uh, through the game. Uh, I have to essentially replay through the entirety of the game just to find out the last, uh, last two options. And that's just not something I'm going to be willing to play because it's, it's not uh, a game that has a lot of replayability right now. It might change definitely down the road with some expansions, but uh, I mean you'll you'll get you'll get three different intros to the game, but the overall gameplay from there on out is, is identical up until the end with what choices you've made to the progress to that portion of the, of the game. Does that make sense? So it's it's not even as in depth as like the original Mass Effect, where you really had well, I mean, a multitude I'm not talking of endings about that red, you could green, possibly blue. get. The to. endings are a little more diverse than that. <laughs> well, no, I, I don't. I don't mean. I don't oh. mean Mass yeah. Effect Three. I mean the original Mass Effect, like the 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 first Mass Effect, which had really a ton of different yeah. paths that you could take and a ton of I different mean, endings. If I if I went and I played it back through again. I could probably do. I I would imagine a speedrunner could could easily do this game in under ten hours. Uh, even though they say it's a twenty five to thirty hour gameplay playthrough, I did ninety game ninety ninety uh, percent of the game's content in twenty six hours, including four endings. Uh, Shit. Yeah. So it's it, once you kind of realize the formula and how easy it is. Which is another issue is that balancing uh, specializations in that game, it, it needs a lot of work because there are certain specs in the game that essentially make it trivial, even on the hardest difficulty. Yeah, that's significantly shorter than The Witcher 3. The Witcher 3 was uh, more than 20 hours, at least. Yeah, the Witcher, the Witcher Three also had like an insane amount of side quests that you could do. I mean, you could. The Witcher Three was kind of one of those games where you could get lost in the side quest, and you know, just I like in a, in a Bethesda in, Elder in, Scroll uh, game, where in Cyberpunk is like you know, in The Witcher, you go and explore like hidden locations, and they have like secret puzzles in there. And in Cyberpunk, there really isn't much of that. It's it's copy paste, and I'll really say this. There's a lot of copy paste buildings in, in, in Cyberpunk, which is a real big downside for me. Is that I started realizing that a lot of these side missions, I was going to buildings that were identical from one another, and the missions inside of them were 
infect computer or kill NPC or collect item and then leave. And that's it. That there's not much else to that. Yeah, that is, uh, I mean that those were big shoes to fill with the Witcher three in all honesty. But, uh, yeah, that is kind of disappointing that the way they've hyped it up, that it didn't, it's not delivering what, you know, actual gamers are, you know, what they want out of it. And then I've been hearing all of this stuff about people, you know, being offered refunds. Like, yeah. Well, no, so there, there's a little bit to that. Um, I don't know how, I don't know how much you've been tracking on that, but I've actually, that's something that interested me is that they were coming out encouraging it. Um, so they're not, they're, they're not offering refunds in a, any extra way. Um, in fact, if you read what they said, they said, reach out to Microsoft or Sony and request a refund. If you're, if you're not willing to wait for these bugs to get fixed out, which is like, Hey, look, we totally get it. If you don't want to, we get it. We understand and we encourage you to request request a refund. But the thing that they're saying, they're not saying come to us and we'll give you a refund. They're saying reach out to Microsoft or Sony and get a refund. And if they don't help well, that's you, not bad. then that's, come to that's us the right, and we'll that's help the right you out. Of, of... Or we'll... Absolutely. Absolutely. But they're not... Mm-hmm. It's not like they're saying, hey, come to us. We'll give you your right. money back. They're saying, hey, go through the proper channels if you want your money back. And I... And I agree with that. That's exactly what I think they should say. But I don't want it to mix. Blue, you're not the only person to say something about refunds. But each person who said it, they've really, it sounds to me like they're making the assumption that CD Projekt Red is just going, yeah, let us know and we'll get you a refund. They're they're not. They're they're actually not even saying, hey, let us know. They're saying, hey, go find out. Go try to get a refund. Have you ever called a... a developer or uh, vendor to, to do a refund of video game, uh, a lot of the times they'll sit there and say, well, you've had this amount of time played. We're not going to give you a refund because of it. And yeah. Yeah. Yes. So yes, and Sony is very particular about their game. refund you can process. Go ver- uh, and it's like verified that. under the achievements on steam. So if I went to steam and said, Hey, I look, I'm trying to get a refund for this game. It's uh incredibly buggy they're gonna look and say oh you played this game for 26 hours you've essentially exhausted the game's uh i guess longevity like you're not gonna give you a refund yeah you you beat it dude yeah you you got your fill of the game which is significantly better than what that's what they said when they started doing disc games i noticed this especially is that as soon as you open that disc box good luck trying to get a refund from any store so, the 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 fact that you could even yeah broach that subject with Microsoft or Sony on a digital copy is to me it just sounds like they've got a they have better control on the pirating, but at the same time, it's yeah like if you get if you spend too much time at it, they're gonna be like look you you've you've had enough fun with this thing then sorry, which. I don't know if I've, I would ever ask for a refund for a game. Depends on the cir- uh, circumstance. Uh, in this situation, uh, all the bugs were uh, not significant enough to, to halt my game uh, play playthrough. Uh, 
so I could finish the game. But in a situation like Elder Scrolls Online, it was actually a, a, a halting to the entirety of the game. There, there was a point in time where you couldn't finish the rest of the game because of a a, a break in the, the main story quest line. So in that sense, uh, they should be able to refund it. But in, in that case as well, I tried to get a refund and they said, well, no, because you played 15 hours, you can't play it. You, you can't get a refund on it. Yeah, that sucks. And and I I I would agree that if it's a game breaking bug, i.e., you cannot progress because of it, you cannot complete the game, then yeah, I, I would definitely say a refund could be in order. Or you know, it may, it maybe not from like if you got it from Steam, maybe going out to the company and saying, "Hey, look, this is a game breaking bug. I cannot play." This is unacceptable. This is not what I paid for. If then they said, hey, go scratch, that would probably make me go, well, I guess that company's never getting my business again. Um, but if you if you're able to complete the game, in my mind, that tells me that, yes, yeah. it's buggy, but it wasn't buggy enough. I was like you, you were able to finish able it. To finish it. That like true. that's even if even if 20 or so quests were. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, mute and. Uh, other uh, aspects of the game broke in the meantime as well. I was able to actually complete it. It did require dozens of restarts. That is that is very disappointing right? because with all of the delays that they put, I mean, was it it was two delays, right? Well, so yeah, here's my theory: the is that I don't think people really second look into November, how long the game's actually been in development. Because uh, if you're if if no one's if someone's who's just seeing Cyberpunk in the last three years, they'd be like, "Oh, the game's been in development for three years," you know. So they're just rushing out the door. Uh, but in actuality, the game's actually been in development for almost a decade. And in that sense, yeah. how how's this game as buggy as it is for being in development for nearly a decade? Yeah, because I don't even think it was 17 when we saw the first, like, video of this. Uh, like, a little, like, concept trailer or something. So, the uh, first official announcement was back in, I think, March of 2012, where you got a single screenshot just in yellow with the text of Cyberpunk. And then later that year, you also got a uh, video of the uh, animated, you know, cybernetic chick with the, the the mantis blades. Yeah, and so that was that was eight years ago. But in, but during the March release of it, or announcement of it, they had said specifically that they were in development of it, which means it had gone even before that date and time as well. So it's at least at minimum eight years old. Yeah, and then to have all these, I mean, I get it, we've gone through console generations, but still, some of these bugs are, I mean, that sounds, they sound pretty bad, like, the QC process of this is, you know, it sounds like it's, there's an oversight on this, they did a, had a massive day one patch, uh, I mean, I, I expect to see the... Well, that ma that makes me actually question and think about it. Because if if you if you think that they've gone across eight years ago, eight years ago the PlayStation Three Correct. was still out. They uh, so we actually had this conversation with Damoc, and unfortunately he's not so, here because he'd be the opposing argument to this entire conversation. Uh, 
They, I, I do believe they went through several uh, engine upgrades during the longevity, the, uh, the during the entire duration of that uh, development. Yeah, game. yeah. I, I believe it started with uh, the, the Red Engine One, and now it's on Red Engine Three or Two or whatever the new uh, current engine is. And Red Correct. Engine One would yeah. be the one that The Witcher was originally done on, the original Witcher. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad so that Red they Engine didn't One, I believe, does. Uh, that was the the original. No, so Red Engine One, nothing good. was the original iteration. <laughs> uh, Red Engine Two, I believe, allowed for support for consoles, and then Red Engine Three is their newest engine. Uh, engine. So it's not really one, two, and three in terms of full blown engines. It's kind of like an adaptation to to the older engines. I, I believe I have to go look at the information again. Well, I can quite comfortably say in attempting to play the first Witcher game that whatever that was based on, whatever engine that they were using, they should have never considered making the control scheme that yeah, way that because was. that game was painful to play. And I and and I have played I have played games from way back in the day that had some pretty bad controls. Run like hell! And I was still able to get through those games. The Witcher, though, the original Witcher, man, was that, that's so painful. And I keep telling myself, I'm going to get back and I'm going to beat that game. And then I fire it up and about 30 minutes later I go... Nope. No, they, not happening today. They would, uh, not today, they Satan. To make some not today. Off it, they could redesign the entirety of The Witcher One and Two with The Witcher Three engine, and and the and the mechanics and combat and everything. I would play them oh, in a they, heartbeat. They need to definitely make it The Witcher Three controls. Yeah, I need to. Yeah, they need to do like. I mean, at that point, it's a new game, almost. Yeah, I'd be down even if they did it like they gave you a streamlined version of it and they made it as a paid attachment to The Witcher 3. I'd be fine with that. Because it doesn't need to be like extravagant. It doesn't need to be on Witcher 3 scale. And to be perfectly honest, I read through the storyline of the, the original Witcher game and there's not really a lot there that's going to scream out and be like, oh, I have to play through every little nuance of this. You could really just make that a $15 add-on. True. And say, hey, we're done. When you've already got all the audio and stuff recorded, so it's not like you really need to... And like, you know, it's not like the, be the too character picky models really changed too much from the older iteration, so it's a lot of importing from the uh, the you know Witcher 3 and just redevelop, uh, redesigning and implementing all the uh, the locations and buildings and whatnot with uh, the older iterations. So you could, yeah, I mean the, the world's the same, so you right. could probably reuse a significant amount of assets. But we'll see. I imagine they'll do that eventually. Man, I hope so, because I would uh, I would definitely appreciate so, that. Cecil, what have you been playing? Uh, I'm actually, the only thing I've been playing is what I've actually been playing during the show, which is, uh, I'm currently playing No Man's Sky. Nothing else? That's it. Not a single <laughs> thing? 
So I really play. Don't remember playing a little bit of GTFO. Uh, Was oh, it? you know what? I, I like, did. That was yeah, a couple weeks ago, weeks. wasn't it? I think it was a couple weeks ago. Uh, I did. I did play. I did hang out with you guys and play some GTFO. That was fun. Um, I, I guess I, I did play some Mortal Kombat 11 with my daughter, or for my daughter, not not with really. It was end up being more of a me doing a whole bunch of friendships so that you could watch and laugh at them. Um, but yeah, that's, that's about it. I don't really, I don't know, I don't really have, uh, I don't really play all that much anymore. I've been focusing on getting cloud certs and I'm studying up for the first, core, first, first cert in AWS, which is the cloud practitioner. And then I'll be moving on to the next one nice. up from that almost immediately so yeah i just uh i just don't really oh don't really do much i'm really boring it's okay cecil i haven't had much time for games either pokemon go i was gonna say what have you been I playing literally boy? uh got home last night I had worked my way through one of the quests where you have to go after the Team Rocket Go or whatever the heck they want to refer to them as. I just call them Team Fucking Rocket. Um, and I beat all of them. Arlo, uh, Cliff, and what was the woman's name? Nope. Can't remember her name, but beat her. And I got to take on Giovanni. And I lost to him in the first one, the first round, um, figured out what he had, went in, did some mega evolutions and went back and kicked his ass and, uh, ended up finally getting Mewtwo. So I now have all 151 of the original Pokemon. I'm pretty freaking excited about that. Nice. Yeah. Nice. uh, That wasn't last night. That was the night before. It was my dad's birthday, yeah. yeah. And now you can swipe to level them all up, increase their power. <laughs> yeah, the, the Mewtwo's not as powerful as I want them to be, but, you know, I can just walk with them and I'll get them to whatever I can or if I end up having to catch, get the chance to catch another one. Yeah, I haven't had much time for gaming. I uh I renewed the Stadia account, so I'm gonna try to play that some more. But uh Well, hey, speaking of Stadia, did you see that Google has got a deal going on? If you buy Cyberpunk, you'll actually get a Chromecast Ultra with a Stadia yeah, controller. I saw that. Problem is I don't know if I'm gonna just I can justify it. Like yeah, I could put the money down for it, but the problem is, is if I did, I'm not going to play it that much. Like, that's the problem. Like, the time that I have for playing video games is dwindling. <laughs> I got so much crap going on that it just, I just don't yeah. have the time. And it's hard to justify to my wife to say, you know, like, I get up, 
I'm out the door by like seven something in the morning. I don't get home until like about six. And then at the same time, I'm not, you know, I'm going to go do something else. I hear you. It is, uh, it is always entertaining to try to fit everything into a day. I just need like, I don't know. I need either a, a six hour work day or a four day work. I'd like that. One of the two. I mean, you'd think that, uh, you know, with everybody taking advantage of this work at home thing that I'd somehow be able to manage it and, and work it out. But, uh, God, I just get so much less work done when I work from home than when I'm at mm. work, like when I'm physically there. It just, uh, I don't know, it's <laughs> maddening. It's really, really frustrating. Well, I can't say the same. <laughs> and Well, I mean, most of my work I could do literally without physically being there. If I could get, uh, if I could get the ILOs plugged in, there literally would be no reason for me to go into work Except for to be there when somebody says, hey, we got to move this. Can you move it? Hey, you're tall. Can you grab this? Sure. I don't give a shit. Point me towards it. But yeah, just it's uh, it's frustrating at times. Yeah, I mean, when I had the, what was it? Uh, four nines and a four schedule for work at my last company. It was great because I'd come home in the afternoon and I'd have so much time to do whatever. Like I could do some chores and then I'd have the rest of the weekend free for whatever or I'd play video games. And now it's just, I'm, I'm going to be honest, CrossFit cuts into my time. So I don't have time for video games and it's, it's really kind of sad. Yeah, it's hard to maintain yeah. the body. Like, you just want to let it yeah, go. I don't want to. You know, so I just, it's just finding time and it's, you know, making sure that I, you know, it's like, a, you know, they call it the work-life balance. I'm going to call it the work-fitness-life-gaming balance that I have to juggle. So it's like my work, my life with my friends or my wife, my family, and then also you know, my fitness and then the gaming and usually the gaming falls off. Yeah. And as you get older, like that whole fitness thing only gets worse. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't, you don't get to spend less time doing it. You end up having to spend more time doing it. Now I am fitter than I was in my twenties. So yeah, look at those arms. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, honey. They, they <laughs> exactly. Fit See, that's what I say every <laughs> single time. Yeah, like he's literally sitting there bulging out of there. I've had to adjust my pants well, twice. Hold up, you're not. You're wearing pants. What, what is wrong? Yeah, it's a, <laughs> and and we, well, and would you yeah, believe not this? My cholesterol is high. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah so I, I, I look I look like this I, I but I have a high that. cholesterol you just gotta take my diet and just don't eat yeah if I don't eat then I ain't gonna be able to do anything and I get really really angry but once you get used to it you're good uh, actually I can agree I can agree with that because I don't really eat anymore either and 
I mean, after you get the first angry phase gone, it's like, <laughs> exactly. Meh. Uh, my wife <laughs> was just in here. She was like trying to convince me to foster a cat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a cat. That's well, a we great already idea. have one. The thing is, is that I don't. I'm pretty sure we're not allowed to have another one. And my cousin, who lives like three three and a half hours south of us, um, she does the books at a uh, animal. Uh, sorry, in a humane society. And uh, she likes to post all the videos and photos of the kitties. And my wife has a hard time saying no. I I don't think that's a your wife limited thing. I'm pretty confident that's like everyone's Whatever wife. Whatever you do. Except for those except for those wives that don't like cats and they're like, no, you have to get a dog. And they're like Oh, we want a dog. The problem is is that we can't have a dog that we want here. We can have like a little like a little one you can fit inside of a purse, which I don't like those dogs. And uh plus if we had to move out of here because they decided to sell this place, then I gotta go through the wonderful process of finding a place that will accept an animal and not charge me an arm and a leg every month for it. So, waiting till we have a house. Own a house. Good call. Whatever you do. Well, that'll be like 30 years from exactly. now. Exactly. Well, actually, no. You're, you're an engineer. You'll probably get it paid off in like Just don't bring up the getting a, or fostering a cat with Damoc. He might get another one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't say it to Damoc. You know, he's like, somebody needs to get, somebody needs, there's a cat that needs my help and he'll jump he'll, up and it's amazing. He'll put his arms on his, on his sides like this. A cape will just magically <laughs> appear behind him and he'll be wearing this weird mask with this AC on it. And you would think that it'd be like something for electricity. No, it's adopt cats. You get another one besides uh, Odin? Uh, he probably has. He's probably had a, He's probably gotten another one since we've started this show. <laughs> he posted a picture. I thought he was at PetSmart getting another cat just now. Oh, <laughs> like, oh no! Nice. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Isn't that uh, isn't that Flightless? Doesn't she volunteer uh, there? Could was that Flightless who posted that? I, I thought. I well, I think that he uh-huh. brings her there so that she can volunteer. I do know that. Uh, his girlfriend was like, yeah, uh, what do you think about getting another cat? And he's like, no, please, we can't have any more cats. <laughs> Don't do this to me. Well, I mean, y- y- you can have it's more true. cats. I mean, there's always room. There's always room for more cats. To ask the cat lady who's got like 432 cats. No, there's always you. room for more he cats. He has become the crazy cat lady. Yeah. Oh, we got to start sending him pictures of the crazy cat lady from The Simpsons and just send him <laughs> pictures just, of that just over and we over just do and that now. over. <laughs> yeah, we could troll him like that. It'd be like, Damoc, found your, found your picture of you in 10 years. So um, have you guys heard of uh, the, or uh, I'm sorry, or what are they going by? Um, it's a, it's a podcast on YouTube and, uh, let's see if I can't pull it up, but, uh, I think they, I think they've taken our name. Our name? Mm -hmm. Nice. 
Yeah, but it's like uh, I think it's like I can't remember their names. Are they the French ones? Uh, they didn't, don't sound French because there there was a French podcast that was like G and A, and I'm like, yeah, here we go. What is this? I, I started listening to them. I'm like, G and A episode one weed stuff. I think they're um, essentially it's like the name of one cast member and then the end is just like the and and it's the other cast member but yeah it's another uh, GNA podcast they're not as cool well, as GNA podcasts well I mean there's only one real GNA podcast yeah. but I mean we're not so we're not so uh, arrogant that we can't share the name no well, we're not hold on you cease and desist unless they give us alcohol <laughs> could do that i mean i do have an actual business I, you know if they're out of virginia <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh it's the limits okay. of your uh of the the copyright well i mean I, I do have a business and everything for it so i could well no because i don't think i actually have the name copyrighted or did i actually get it i think i actually might have gotten the name copyrighted when i did the business because I think I did the business and then I got the game name copyright. Yeah, I thought you said you had done that. Either that or trademark. I might have. I might have actually done that. Nah. If they start making money, I'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, just to give you some stats, they have um, a little more than half of our subscribers with four videos, and we have 197 videos. And not that many subscribers. But I'm going off of YouTube. I have no idea how many subscribers we've got on uh whatchamacallit? iTunes. Wait, we have subs- we have subscribers on iTunes? I'm I'm assuming we do. We get downloads. iTunes has subscribers? Oh. You you mentioned numbers when I asked last week. Oh. I thought you were just like, hey, what are numbers? I'm like, you know, those are things that you count with and uh-huh. shit. And I, I'm an engineer, Cecil. I'm not asking you <laughs> about what numbers are. I'm asking you what our numbers are. Oh, well, I, you know, I just gave you some numbers. Yeah. Like, it could be our numbers. Nice graphs and charts and tables. Very good, sir. Just send them all the charts and tables. They don't have any relevance. Just send them charts and tables. Uh-huh. Do you want, yeah. you want them animated? We can We can work that out for you. I mean, I, that I, would I entertain can, me, certainly. I could make a flowchart. I'm, I'm fucking boss at making a flowchart. Very good. Make me a flowchart right. next time. So I got to. Uh, I actually got to express my uh, my pleasure in in this game, No Man's Sky, because they've added uh, they've added a little horror element to this. It's pretty simple. It's pretty straightforward, but it's kind of nice. It's a nice little uh, deviation from what you normally are doing in the game. So they have these derelict freighters, which I was trying to figure out what the hell they were for, what what you do with them. It's really just another avenue to, you know, just like everything else in the game, it's just another avenue to make credits or, or unlock new technology. But uh, they're, it's kind of cool. Like each ship that's just kind of floating out there has had something happen to it and they got infected. And now there's like literally these egg sack looking things not quite egg sack like aliens egg sacks so they have this the flood from halo in no man's sky yeah 
<laughs> yeah, they're kind. They they kind of look like the little flood things. Uh, I was actually going to go with Half Life. I thought okay. they looked more like the the, the Half Life, you know, crabs. Yeah. yeah, the crabs there. The face. Yeah, they're face huggers or they crabs. What the hell are they? I guess both. They they do both. So yeah, well, those guys. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting how and, and like some of the ships are. It's it's so like when you get to a ship, you've got to um. You've got to almost. So there's no atmosphere inside. So, of course, your life support's going down, but it's also freezing inside, which that's the only thing that doesn't make sense to me. Because if you're in space, there actually is no temperature. It's not cold or hot. There's no particles. So there's no friction. Nothing to make you cold. Um, which, ironically, if you remember the I don't know if anybody was listening to our Dead Space episodes forever ago. But that was one of the things that uh, remarked about on Dead Space was that, oh, crap, they got that right. Um, because in Dead Space, you go down into the planet and the planet has got a subarctic temperature. And when you land on there with your space suit that you've just been roaming around space with and you've been perfectly fine, but you roam around this planet and all of a sudden you start freezing to death. And I literally, uh, I got into a conversation, I think it was with Shinzu about this, and I think it was actually with th- uh, This Is Article, too. And it might have been This Is Article who actually turned me onto it and was like, oh, no shit, yeah, duh. Um, but there's no particles in space. So there's, it's not hot nor cold because it's a vacuum. And what do you need to feel cold? You need something to be able to pull the heat away from you, a.k.a. friction, a.k.a. particles, which they're none of in space. I was like, huh? I'm like, yeah. So spacesuits aren't necessarily warm thought, per se. They I, have heaters in them. I thought particles was the. Uh, sorry, I thought friction was the thing that would create heat. Well, it actually is the thing that creates heat. But if the lack thereof, wouldn't you lose body temperature or temperature in well, general over time? Well, no. But if you think about it, the thing that actually removes the heat from you is the air particles touching your skin, absorbing the heat. And then moving on. Fair enough. I am uh, I am not a uh, major in physics, so I don't know. Neither am I. But when I looked it up, it was actually like legit. And I was like, holy shit. Like that's. And then when I thought about it, the more and more I thought about it, I was like, damn, that that makes a ton of sense. You know, that, that actually like makes sense. Huh. Um, so that's the one thing that was bugging me was that you're in these derelict freighters, but you're freezing to death. Like your temperature gauge is going down. So you've got to go to these little like stationary heaters, turn them on and stand next to them to stay warm. And I was thinking to myself, well, wait a second. This door literally was blasted open. It's open completely to space. It didn't vent anything when I got in here. And it even says multiple hull breaches on a bunch of the logs that you find. So it's like. Why am I cold? But then I just said, it's a game. What do I care? So now I have to really look in this further because there's conflicting articles about both, about you freezing in space or you not freezing in space. So I have to look at this information more to see who's right or or if they're both right or wrong. I, I guess it could be relative to what kind of massive an object or heat source that you are 
Yeah, how, yeah, I, I'm, yeah. Ass, I'm assuming that there's a lot of different conditions. Yeah, but I, don't know. I mean the ar- the argument is that, and thermodynamics agrees with it is that for heat for you to lose heat, i.e., get cold, there would have to be something to remove the heat from you, aka there have to be and and the only way for you to lose heat or for heat to be taken from you would be something to some sort of particle to have friction against you and remove the heat from you. And I went, well, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of, that makes sense. And Fair then they said, you know, hey, if you're in a vacuum, there's no particles. Fair like, enough. Okay. Yeah. Also true. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing that there would have to be particles around you. So, like, like you have moisture, right? So you sweat, you know, your skin is oily, there's moisture around you. So if your skin was exposed directly to the vacuum of space, I would assume the vacuum would remove that moisture and with it, the heat that would be there and it would feel cold. But it makes sense of why, like if you're wearing a spacesuit, like a spacesuit wouldn't be warm in an Arctic environment because... It's just meant to keep the vacuum of space out. It's not meant to keep you warm. Which also would explain why when you watch all those movies, um, all their spacesuits are like super thin. They're not like big bulky things like we have, like we see it, astronauts in space with. You know, they're they're insanely thin, mm-hmm. which logically would just be used to keep out the vacuum of space. Well, see, I have an article... Now I have an article that says that you'll eventually freeze solid in about 12 to 26 hours. So I'll have to look further into it because it's weird. Yeah. It's interesting, know. isn't it? Yeah. Like it's a, it's, a, it's a noodle scratcher. It makes you really want to think. I, I would have thought you would have frozen. I'm not going to say instantaneously freeze the moment you, you know, jump out and into the space because obviously astronauts have done that many times to fix, you know, the space station and shuttles and whatnot. But, uh, or satellites, even. Hmm. But, uh... I don't know. That's weird. I, I'm not a physicist again, so... Even if yeah, I come to a conclusion by reading articles, are those articles writers and misinformed? Well, and that's the thing, is that you gotta make... I, I guess the only thing you can really do is educate yourself as best as you can and then be open-minded to opposite opinions on it, because... I mean, unless you physically go into space, I guess. <laughs> Let's just call up uh, the NASA uh, astronauts and ask them real quick. Hey, if you guys sit outside for uh, an extended period of time, will you all lose body temperature and eventually freeze? Yeah, like, hey, go go outside and take your pants off. <laughs> yeah, is it cold? Did did they suck up into you like you know like scared turtle style, or are they still kind of freely hanging there, all floating, dangly wise? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they don't have to do it with themselves. They could they could do it with an apple or meat or something. Well, yeah, but where's the fun in that? I mean, come on, let's go Kerbal <laughs> Space Program 100% here. Uh, when is Kerbal Space Program 2 coming out? I don't know, but it's got multiplayer, and that actually might make me play it. Like, that might be a game that, that I want to sit down and play. I don't know, uh, but I'm interested. It's very, it's very simple. We're going to launch 
and then someone's going to open the airlock and we're all going to die. (laughs) That's how it's going to work. But that's just gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> technically, yes. And and the, the the but the real question is, who's gonna be the one standing at the airlock? Is it gonna yeah. be Cecil with the maniacal grin? Is it gonna be Zyber with the very flat face, like there's nothing wrong? Is it gonna be Co, not actually standing by the airlock, but has convinced somebody else to stand by the airlock? <laughs> no, Co's gonna be shooting someone in the face with a laser gun. True. If you give me a gun, people are dying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Please don't do that out of context. Oh, God, yeah. Now I'm just going to take that little clip and I'm going to start, <laughs> start putting it everywhere. Oh, very, boy. Very oh, bad quote. Planned bad. release date 2022. So we are not seeing Kerbal Space Program anytime soon. Wow. We've, we've heard that like two years ago. Yeah, I thought it was supposed to actually release the end of this year, but it looks like I was way wrong. Well, unfortunately, in two years, more content for Black Desert's coming out, and we're getting a whole new continent to the game. So, so you guys won't see me ever again. Good news. We don't have to worry about Co convincing somebody else to open up the airlock or shooting anybody in the face with a laser beam. <laughs> Best news I've heard all day. <laughs> well, gentlemen... Here. On that note, I am running out of time because my daughter is going to be waiting for me at dance class. And if I don't get things moving soon, she's going to be waiting there a long time. So, Co, where could people find you at? They can find me exclusively on the GNA Podcast Discord. And in Kerbal Space Program to shoot people in the face with lasers. Yes, or Warzone. You might run across me there as the Battle Squid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if you do, just lay your gun down, get down on your hands and knees and prepare to die. Yes. Feed my KDR. (laughs) What about you, uh, Blue Shark? Where can people find you at? Well, you can find me on the the internet interwebs, uh, Twitter at Blue Shark 45. You can also find me on Parlor at Blue Shark 45. And you can find me on the GNA Discord as Blue Shark 45 and a few other random locations that I don't always tell you on every single episode but i mentioned in other episodes if you listen to other episodes you can find me in other locations but i'm going to leave it a mystery for right now it's magic i'm actually watching the trailer for kerbal space program too and i'm i'm really disappointed that this is not coming out sooner anywho i am cecil xavier your host you can find me on cecil versus games on twitter cecil xavier everywhere else facebook Ustream, twitch i'm actually on parlor parlor now uh as cecil xavier uh, you can find me trolling the GNA Discord, Lynchers Discord, TPC's Discord, which we got to reach out to those TPC folks. They haven't done a podcast in a while. We should see if they want to join us for uh, for some shenanigans. Hey. Hey. Um, so we hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Reviews help people find the show. So if you enjoy listening, let other people know. Uh there is a person out there that they are happening to be listening right now. I just want to say, hey, Fred, thanks for the cool time down at uh, Adventures there in Florida when we went and hung out. It was a good time. Um, very funny seeing you. Didn't know you were afraid of heights as much as you were. Uh, we do a game show night every first Saturday of the month. Um, the past few, to be perfectly honest, have had very little attendance and have ended fairly early. So hopefully 
next one around, we'll have a little bit more attendance and, and get some uh, get some free games given out there. Um, however, I'm just gonna I'm gonna burst your bubble now. I've already bought Cyberpunk 2077 eight times, and I have yet to own it myself. So I'm not gonna be buying that for you. You're just gonna have to get one of the humble bundle games that I've got out of my like 800 humble bundle codes that's waiting. Um, we're partnered with Humble Bundle. Hey, Co, do you remember anything about Humble Bundle? No. <laughs> my, my cheat script. <laughs> so Humble Bundle is a game purchasing website where you can help support the GNA podcast by using question mark e- question mark partner equals GNA podcast at the end of any Humble Bundle link that you find. You find a link for a free game from Humble Humble Bundle, just go ahead and put that question mark partner equals GNA podcast so you can let them know that we sent you our way. And the wonderful thing about Humble Bundle is you can determine how much money you want to give to a publisher, developer, you can give money to charity, you can give zero dollars to us and give it all to charity, which we highly encourage. But you can do that all on our wonderful sponsor, Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle, where you can tell them GNA exists. Thank you, Shark. I found it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we do a horror movie night, but this month, this month's December's was canceled. Uh, some things going on. We hope that we're going to get that back up and running come the new year. Somebody has actually requested an anime to be watched, so I might resurrect anime night. I don't know what day I'll throw it on, but maybe just get it going for just that one anime. Get everybody together and throw it on some cast GG again. Not a hundred percent sure. You know, I had a buddy recommend another anime just the other day that we could possibly look into as well. Yeah, Anime Night was really fun. I might, uh, you know, I've, now that I'm now that I've graduated, I have a little more time on my hands. I might uh, might fire up Anime Night, get that going again, do a couple episodes a night. You know, not like not like what Blue was doing there, which was completely hard to, to chase down, doing like six and seven episodes in a night. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm efficient. What can I say? <laughs> Um, but yeah, maybe we'll fire that back up. I don't know. Maybe we'll throw it out there on Twitter and Facebook and whatnot and see uh, see who, who wants to join in and see who'd be interested. Uh, we also have a website at www.gnapodcast.com where we post uh, pre- well, pictures up there. We've got uh, the podcast feed, which I think I have to update. I don't think I've updated in a couple of episodes. Um, but last night's episode was kind of a... a, a fly by the seat of my pants didn't know it was actually gonna work edit so sorry i find your lack of updates disturbing i didn't go disappointing ah it's not disappointing it's disturbing gosh star wars reference get it right kids well gentlemen thank you so much for hanging out tonight and uh have a great night good night everybody you too